Hello, and welcome to the Property Solopreneur podcast, a show for property investors and developers who want to build and grow their own profitable businesses. I'm sharing with you my decades of property experience and interviewing many other successful property people who are happy to share their varied and priceless knowledge freely. Business doesn't need to be hard, and nor do you need to be lucky. But as a certified strategist, I know you need a plan to work to. And a good start is by listening to other people's successes and failures. Why reinvent the wheel? This allows us to have a more in-depth knowledge of the wider property world. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Property Solopreneur. And this week, I'm going to be talking about one of the most important things that any solopreneur, and particularly those of us in property, can do, and that's how to market ourselves and our businesses. We need funds. And the only way we're going to do that is to find either other people to work with or to find other people's money. Now, this usually is highlighted when I work with people on a strategy day and they work out how much investment money they need one way or another. And then they start to go, oh, that's going to be a problem, Rachel. You see, I don't do salesy. I don't do people. I don't really like boasting, bragging, standing up in meetings, social media. In fact, I'm not on anything in social media or going and talking at the front of the room. Well, I've had that said to me so many times that I know that it is the natural response now. I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I know what that all feels like. But if you are serious about making serious amounts of money, then you have got to get this absolutely nailed down. It's the only way to go. So I think at this point, you've got to say, this is a yes or no moment. And the little question to which you're going to go yes or no is, do you want to succeed? You know, Do you want to build that property portfolio or that property business that you know is going to create untold wealth for you, make you financially free and do all the things that you hope to do? So if the answer is no, I don't really want to succeed. I really want to put all that effort and time and all the rest of it in. Skip off to another podcast. But If it's a yes, trust me, this is one of the most valuable skills you can have in property investing. And that is believing in yourself and being able to market yourself. Each one of us is different. Each one of us is going to be a different attraction to people out there with money to invest in property people. So it really does matter how we do it. Borrowing money for supporting a business and letting it grow, absolutely normal in every other industry. It's not just us in property. You know, it's the bedrock of Dragon's Den, Shark's Tank, all that kind of stuff. It's just that quite often we come into property and we've not really seen it before. And we just think it's a tiny bit odd, tiny bit vulgar. Mm, do I need to do it? Yes, you do. So remember that if you want to succeed and scale and grow and hit those targets, then you are definitely going to have to learn to be good at believing in yourself and marketing yourself. So if you've got a plan, I bet it says something along the lines of in year, whatever it is, I'm going to make Y. And it can be a huge number. It can be a small number. And when you start to break it down, you know, starting to make your quarter plans, your monthly plans, you know, the action points, all that kind of stuff. That's when you suddenly realise actually you haven't got the money to make this happen. So what are you going to do? You're going to bin the plan or you're going to plan to bring in more money to allow yourself to turn all of your ideas into reality? When people work with me, we start with a workbook and it maps out where they're going, you know, 5, 10, 20 years time. Because it's no good planning a champagne lifestyle if you only ever earn enough to buy yourself a beer. If you know where you're going, then you've then secondly got to decide how to fund it, how to get there financially. So everything else will stem from that. But 
all of that again sounds great, but you've got to get it going and get the seed capital. And don't forget to do scale and grow property. You need to be doing more than one property a year. So mm, you are going to need some kind of investment. And the most important way to get that is to have belief that this is something that you can do and that you can explain both verbally and on paper what your vision is, where you're going and how you're going to get there, which if done well, you'll be halfway there. And secondly, is the willingness to realise that you're going to scatter your message onto barren ground. You know, you're going to be rebuffed, laughed at, ignored, or absolutely nothing will happen when you thought you'd really got somebody on the end of your hook. You're going to have to know your numbers. And some people find that quite difficult because big picture hand waving, throwing out phrases, it's not going to really you know, cut the mustard with many people. You've got to be firm and be positive. I buy this sort of property. I spend this amount. It's worth that at the end. And we make X profit after all costs. X profit after all costs. Such a lovely phrase, isn't it? That's what investors want to hear. That's what actually we all want to hear because if you're a business, you've got costs and just getting your money back out after you've renovated does not make you a successful property business. It makes you a successful property investor, but that may not be what investors want to actually put their money towards. It doesn't have to be complicated. Get your numbers straight and then emblazon them in your mind and practice saying them so they are you know them backwards, frankly. It doesn't matter what anybody does to them. You can correct them and get them saying what they need to say. And then to remember that if you've gone to a networking opportunity, don't be bored. You've gone there because you've identified it as being crucial to delivering your marketing plan and finding those buyers or investors. If that's not why you're there, then why are you there at all? Are you just hoping to fill in an evening because there was nothing good on television? If you are there, you've got to remember you're there for your marketing plan, finding your buyers, your investors. Nothing else matters. Fun, amusing, great evening out should not be top of today's menu. You should be cutting that through that room like a hot knife through butter. You know, working out who's worth the extended little time chatting, just touching up again, or who is a meet, greet and move on person that you know is not going to be in your inner circle, who's not going to be ever on that line that you need to keep having coffees with, etc. It's a learning process. You get really good at picking up signals. And then if the signals are right, you know that 90% of your success is going to be on your shoulders, your ability to follow through and bring them into your circle and keep them happy. Now, if you work with me, we work out what your marketing plan is. Marketing for most of us solopreneurs, when we start off, is not a centre spread in the property investor news. Not straight away, it won't be. Your marketing plan will be how you're going to present yourself, where you're going to network, what you want out of it, you know, those critical numbers, how you're going to follow up and how you're going to sieve out the chaff because you only want to spend your time with the wheat, those people who are going to make a difference to you and where you're going to appear on social media, whatever medium it might be and what you actually need to do, your action points. Now, if you've ever been on a course, and I know we all love a course because we learn so many different things and interact with so many different people, you will hear how the speaker did it. And you may come away thinking, oh, that's it then, isn't it? I'm never going to succeed in property because there's no way on earth I can ever do what they did. I know I can't write a newsletter every month. I know I can't post six times a day on social media and put up stories and all the rest of it. Well, don't worry because one size does not fit all. If that's not you, you're never going to buy into it. It will just clog up your mind and, and fill up your time and then it'll all become too much and overwhelm happens. 
If this is not you, you need to create a plan that works for you and only you. We're all different. You need to create the plan that allows you to get out there, to create the social media and to make sure that you are in the right place, meeting the right people. Lots of people I work with are very invisible on social media, but they have worked out where their investors hang out and then they get to hang out with them. It's all interaction one-to-one. That works for them, but it was on their marketing plan. It may take some time to come to fruition, but it wouldn't have happened if they hadn't had a plan to start with. And it's very, very easy to overthink the amount of investors you need to work with. You need to find the right amount of investors who can generate the investment you need and that you can cope with. I never worked with more than 10 people in my investment circle when I was sourcing deals and having the majority of my investment to buy my portfolio several reasons, one of which I only had so much time to interact with them once they were working with me and I did know how much money I needed to attract. So I knew that I could deliver and work simultaneously on only so many things. So I could have a couple of small builds going on with or, and a couple of renovations, always very light touch renovations. So I, I could visit them all the time, every day, whatever I needed to do. And that was the property hub. Then I needed to have time to source and sell deals because that brought in my cash flow for running the business. And it was really, really important for me to be able to do that so I could then fund the next deposit. And of course, to keep my funding partners fully engaged, you know, and they needed to be so that I could get to the end of the project and work again with them, that they liked working with me. And of course, keep up a presence in all my fishing ponds to keep me on the radar of those who are not yet working with me. Because people do go off the boil. People do want to go and work with other people. You won't get an investor for life. But on the radar meant just that. They could see me, talk to me, watch what I was doing from afar, but they weren't on my inner circle list. So all very light touch. It wasn't causing me any stress, just they were being talked to every time I went to wherever they were. And the amazing thing was I discovered that by doing this, I set up a desire in them to be the person they wanted to work with. They courted me. I mean, how nice is that? Because then it really was a case when I had a space of just working out which person I wanted to shine my light on and go and work with. Because by that point, you know, they knew what my terms and conditions were. They'd spoken to me lots and lots of times. They were very satisfied that I was the person they wanted to invest in. And I was very satisfied that they actually had the money that they said they had. But do I look for investors first or the deals is a question we get asked a lot in property, isn't it? I think if you're going into property, then you need to be on day one, realising you're not invisible. You've got to carve out your space and it better be the one you want. If you are a solopreneur, you really cannot hope to get 40 business cards three times a week when you start and follow them all up. No, you need to have your plan in place, even if it's just a rough action point. And so you need to have things ready from the word go. For instance, an email template so that you can just send it off the next morning and say, hi, I met you last night. Wasn't it lovely? Blah, 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 blah. You've opened the communication channel. Don't commit yourself to anything that you can't do. So I'm not a fan, for instance, of meeting somebody at a networking meeting and immediately going, oh, must just get my phone out and work out when we can meet for a coffee. No, if I'm meeting you for a coffee, I've got to be absolutely certain we are on the same wavelength. And it will probably be earlier in the afternoon before a network meeting that we're both going to go to because I'm a busy person. I'm doing things. And I assume you are too. I assume the investor is very much a busy person. So I don't want people who are quite happy to lose time on spending, you know, half an hour with a total stranger with 
not really talking about anything in particular except for the fact we both fancy doing property. I made sure that I had a plan and I was sticking to it. Because I discovered actually much more successful than having a coffee with someone was being able to drop things into a conversation that they could follow up on, such as, I'm sourcing X and Y. Is this the sort of thing you're interested in? Or I've got a project going on. And and it's not even as bold as that. You just mention what you're doing and you know people will ask you so you can drag people into the conversation along the lines. And of course, it comes up in the conversation that it's being funded by angel investment. Let them ask the questions. You know, I don't need to go on a, a soapbox and talk about what I'm doing because if people are new to you and you're obviously doing something, they will ask questions and then you don't appear pushy, icky, salesy or any of the other barriers you might have put up to stop yourself succeeding at all this. I think we forget that people who want to invest in property investors, they're going to be sorting out the wheat from the chaff too. And they're waiting for an opportunity to ask you all the questions that they need answered. And when they've done that, for them to say something, and this has been said to me, you know, en passant, would you be interested in my 200,000? Would I be interested? Yes, please. Let me bite your hand off. It's just setting up the opportunity for these kind of conversations to happen. And Because you've set yourself up correctly, your paperwork will already be ready as well because it'll be legal, branded, ready to go so that as soon as you've shaken hands on working together, you can send that email over that's got your client account details, all the things that, the little tiny details that just create reassurance. Now, even if this is the first time you've done this, you can have it all set up in advance. And what it will do is just create the faith in both you and the investor that you know what you're doing. And that is so vital. And back to one of my soapboxes, I'd mentioned business cards so often, um, you know, I can't think why I still have to keep mentioning them, but I think they are absolutely vital. And trust me, if I meet you in person, I'm going to be thrusting one of these into your hand. Now, I am always thrilled, it has to be said, if someone straight away says, don't worry, I've already got one of those. Ah, job done. Not only have they got my card and all my business details, but they remember that they've got it. I mean, what more could I want? That little card has done exactly what I want it to do. And that is fun. I want my buyers to get hold of me. They don't need to search. It's all there. Job done. And I just have a card with a name and an email. I don't give up my phone number for a variety of reasons, one of which is I'm just too busy to answer the phone willy-nilly. You know, I've got things happening. And if I see a number coming up that I don't know, send me an email because I'm not going to answer it. You may, for instance, think it's a lovely moment to stop doing what you're doing and have a coffee and ring someone up and ask a question. But I could be on a roof doing something in the middle of trying to create something. It's just not going to happen. The problem is if you don't allow people to have all those lovely details they can contact you at, because you've spent a lot of time courting these investors. You know, you've been paid to go to those meetings. The property meetings aren't free and you've had all, you've invested all your time, etc. You want to make sure that there, you waste no opportunity of allowing them to contact you in the same way that you want to follow up with them. If you've gone through my process, that you're going to find that those who want to work with you can find you quite easily. And you want to make sure that you are not doing this just as you find the deal of the century, the deal that's going to make you all the money that's going to make a difference. If you are selling, you are a sourcer and you're selling deals from anywhere between three and 15 grand, now is not the moment to start building up your network 
to buy it off you. No, 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 no. You are going to smell of desperation if you start touting that fabulous deal around at that time. And the smell of desperation is not good. It often leads to things not happening. And you'll put yourself off, which would be a huge shame because you could be a really good sourcer, but you just haven't managed to grow your network before you concentrated on finding the deals. If you do that, you might well join the ranks of, you know, people who say things like, well, it worked for those people, but it won't work for me. No, it's just you didn't have everything happening at once early enough. Do you know what I've been talking about today? It's all a learned skill. And we property people have proved one thing, and that's we're jolly good at learning things because the nuts and bolts of learning, you know, of property investing, buying property, that's not so difficult. But it's all the bits about it, isn't it? Finding, you know, the right kind of vendor and all those sort of different strategies and, and different methods and everything, everything has to be learned, which is why we all go on courses and learn and, and practice and things. So why do people, why do you have difficulty in thinking, I'm going to have to get out of my comfort zone just to learn how to market and to blow my own trumpet? Absolutely vital. It's actually much easier once you start practicing. The difficult bit is actually knowing what you want, which is not about the delivery. It's about knowing what you want and what you're going to sell, isn't it? How much you want to make and where to go and find these people. It's actually back to planning and planning you can do sitting at your desk, not talking to anyone, which is lovely. If that is something that makes you nervous or you don't know enough about, come and talk to me about becoming serious about your property business, getting all the behind the scenes stuff into place, which makes life so easy. My details are in the show notes or find me at racheltroughton.com. And remember, I spell my name R-A-C-H-A-E-L. And you can book a call there with me on the website or plunge straight in and book a session with me. Everything in property can be outsourced one way or another, except there is only one you. You are your own best fan. And if you're not already, you can become your best salesperson. Now, I do know this will take a bit of practice, but, you know, think about your childhood. Riding a bike took a bit of time and effort to master, but it won't earn you anywhere near as much as property. So it really is worth putting a bit of time and effort into this. It's a core skill marketing yourself and your business to bring in those deals, to bring in the finance and all the key people you want to work with you so that you can hit those targets and get what you want out of property. I've broken down finding investors into small bite-sized portions so you can now go and enjoy networking, whether it's at your local property meet, the golf club, or the local aerodrome, wherever it is that your investors hang out. The money is out there for you. You've just got to go and find it. Thank you for listening to The Property Solopreneur with me, Rachel Troughton. If you've enjoyed this episode, do hit subscribe and kindly leave a review and share this podcast with anyone you think it would help on their property journey. If you'd like to get hold of my guide for building a successful property business, go to racheltroughton.com forward slash checklist. We only live one life. So let's get your dream a reality through building a profitable property business.